How can you invest with no money? After watching my last video about investing, a subscriber called Tom asked me that exact question. He told me that he was excited to start investing, but he wasn't sure if he could as he didn't have a lot of spare cash. I explained to him that it was possible to start with no money as investing just means owning something that can grow in value over time. I then gave him five methods he could use to gain money and stressed the importance of trying each method before moving on to the next. Today, I'm gonna to share those five methods with you in the hopes of helping out more people just like Tom. Method one, a bank loan. No, I'm just kidding. Banks might have been helpful when I was younger, but times have definitely changed. Method one is actually friends and family. In 1995, a 24-year-old founded a company called Zip2 with a $28,000 investment from his father. The business was later sold for $307 million. This was Elon Musk's first company, and now he's one of the richest people on the planet. If you want to do the same, then you need to be very clear on how much money you need and what you want to invest the money in. You could develop software, build an agency, buy stocks and shares, purchase real estate, the list goes on and on. You just need to be reasonably confident that the thing you choose to invest in will go up in value over time. Now, I'm aware that not everyone has access to this kind of money. However, it is very different than asking for a handout. In fact, you shouldn't even think about it like this because if you do, then you won't be convincing. Instead, when you talk about your plans, you need to present it as an exciting opportunity to be part of something. You wanna give the impression that you're doing them a favor rather than the other way around. But this can come with complications if you don't do it correctly. That's why you need to follow these three golden rules. Rule one, explain the risks. They need to be aware there is a chance that they'll lose their entire investment, even if this seems impossible to you. Rule two, sign a contract. Even if you never intend on enforcing it, it can be a great reference point if you get into any future disagreements. Rule three, Keep them updated. You should set a meeting every quarter to discuss how everything is going. This keeps everyone in the loop and can actually lead to further funding in the future. I'd give this a one out of five for speed as you don't have to spend a lot of time vetting investors and a one out of five for risk as this can be low if all the rules are followed. Method two joint ventures. My friend Jack Wicks has bought over $5 million worth of properties with other people's money using the joint venture method. You see, he finds amazing real estate deals and his business, the Social Housing Group, uses investors' money to buy these properties and then gives them a fixed return on their money. The reality is there's a lot of money out there. However, the people that have it are usually limited on time. That's where you come in. Maybe you want to invest in real estate or even start some kind of business. They put the money in and you put the time in. If you find the right combination, then it could be a match made in heaven. Here are my golden rules. Rule one, have complementary skills. This way you can avoid spending hours learning what someone else has done for years and vice versa. Rule two, ensure you have shared values. There's a saying that goes something like this. The worst ship to ever sell is a partnership. If you pick a joint venture partner that has completely different values to you, then you're in for some choppy waters. Rule three, discuss contingencies. The only constant in this world is change. So it's very important to discuss the what ifs with your joint venture partner. I'd give this method a three for speed as it can take quite a while to find the right partner and a 2.5 for risk 
that you're in control and ultimately you're only going to lose your time if things go wrong. Now, I understand a lot of you want to get started investing in the stock market but feel like it's difficult to do so. But what if I was to tell you you could deposit as little as $100 into an investing account and for signing up receive five free stocks and a $50 cash reward? I know it might sound too good to be true but this is what Moomoo, the sponsor of today's video, is actually offering you. One of the things I really love is the demo account they offer. This allows you to learn about the stock market by investing fake money so you can get familiar with the market's real data without risking any money. When you're ready to use real money, a great free feature Moomoo offers is analyst ratings, as it allows you to follow top analysts' investments and even displays their win rates and investment returns, like Daniel Ives, who achieved an 86% win rate and 37.8% return on Apple. So, if you're interested in getting those free stocks and using a trusted platform, that was founded in Silicon Valley to help you begin your investing journey, then if you sign up today using the link in the description, you can receive up to 15 free stocks, each worth between two and $2,000, a $100 cash reward, and even a free share of Tesla or Expedia, depending on how much you deposit. Method three, sweat equity. A friend of mine sold his business for multiple millions. He gave his founding team members some equity in return for helping to build the business. And they ended up making crazy amounts of money without investing any of their own cash. Sweat equity is when you're given shares in return for your physical and mental effort growing a business. These opportunities are often found in sectors such as real estate, construction, and startups, particularly in the early stages of a business. Money can be very tight in the early days, and giving sweat equity can be a great way for business owners to save money, and also get people united behind the same goal of building the business. This method involves taking less money in the short term in order to receive a large payout in the future, and this typically happens when a business or piece of real estate is sold. The truth is that being in charge comes with many challenges, while being a number two or three in a business can actually be more profitable and less stressful. Saying this, you can't just agree to work for sweat equity for anyone. Here are my golden rules. Rule one, don't be fooled by big numbers. Not all sweat equity is equal. Business owners can sometimes try and trick you into a bad deal, as they will assume that you know very little about the process and how it works. The first trick business owners like to use is offering you a crazy amount of shares. Think 50,000. Now on the surface, that might sound like a great deal. However, it might only be 0.01% of the business. It all depends on how many shares the business has been split into. That's why it's very important to ask how many shares are outstanding. The number of shares you're offered divided by the total number of shares will give you the percentage of the company you own. Rule two, understand the type of equity. The most common is stock options. To understand this, imagine a business has 100 shares and the value of each share is $1. After some quick maths, we know the company's worth a grand total of $100. Now, say you are offered a stock option for one share. If the company then goes up in value, let's say it becomes worth $10 million in the future, you could choose to buy that share for $1 and see it instantly rocket up to $100,000. So it's almost like time traveling back and buying the stock at an earlier price. But if you're offered options, 
Make sure that that company hasn't been overvalued as you may never choose to engage that time machine and get your hands on the equity. The other type of equity is restricted stock, typically given to founders and early employees when the stock value is very low or even close to zero dollars. This is always the better option because even if the stock goes down in value, you still have something. Rule three, know the exit strategy. To put it simply, an exit event is when the company is either sold or taken public. Ask them questions like, do you plan to sell? And if no, when do you plan to take the company public? You'll also want to know how long it will take to get your equity. This is known as a vesting period. It's fairly common to have a four-year vesting schedule at startups, meaning you gain 25% of the total shares you're given with each year you stay on with the company. It's sort of like unlocking new achievements in a video game. I'd give this method a four for speed as it takes a long time to find the right company, as well as build up a large amount of equity, and a five for risk, as you don't have that much control over the company's success, and startups are known to fail all the time. Method four, crowdfunding. Do you remember this? Before the fidget spinner took off, this handy little device was created for the same purpose, to fidget, their original goal for funding was $15,000, but they ended up with 155,000 backers and nearly $6.5 million generated on Kickstarter. The company is now worth millions and the founders didn't invest any of their own money. There's a couple of ways to crowdfund. The first one is product-based. Imagine you've come up with the next big thing, but you don't have enough money to get it off the ground. You could head over to Kickstarter and share your idea with the whole world. If they want your product, they can essentially pre-order it, which gives you enough money to go away, make the product, and then send it to them. The second way is to offer equity in your new business. If people feel like your business has a shot at success and it's fairly priced, then they'll buy into the business, giving you the necessary funds to start. The golden rules for this method are the following. Rule one, don't give away control. They haven't been handpicked for their expertise, so their comments can distract and steer you in the wrong direction. Rule two, only take on what you can handle. Everyone you take money from is expecting something from you. Be that to create a successful business or deliver them a product. Rule three, under promise and over deliver. When raising money, it can be very tempting to exaggerate as this will help bring more money in. However, this will lead to poor reviews and once a company's reputation is ruined, it's almost impossible to get it back. I'll give this method a one for speed because if you can find the right idea, then you can raise the money extremely quickly and a five for risk as you have a lot of expectations and pressure on you to deliver. Method five, angel investors and VCs. Scrub Daddy appeared on Shark Tank in 2012. Before appearing on the show, they'd made very little sales, but after Laurie invested $200,000 for a 20% stake of the company, she managed to help the business make over $209 million in sales, making it one of the best Shark Tank deals ever. If you don't have any money, but you can come up with a good idea, then looking for an angel investor or VC funding could be a way to make your millions. Rule one, 
you have to be comfortable with pressure. These types of investors often have a fund which works in four to eight year cycles, which means that money is deployed as well as being extracted, depending on how well your company is doing. This puts a tremendous amount of stress on you to perform. Rule two, agree on timelines. Angel investors and VCs can have different agendas from you, meaning they can steer the company towards an exit before you're ready. Rule three, they have to add value. You shouldn't expect them to do the work for you, but you can expect access to their contacts and expertise. That's why it's so important to find the right investor for you. My friend Simon Squibb has invested in 73 startups and always offers a lot more than his money. You can find him and many others on a site called AngelList. I'd give this method a three for speed, as it can take a while to find the right investor, and a five for risk, as the pressure is crazy. But if you perform, then you can strike it big. If you want to know how I went from 20k in debt to millionaire in five years, then you can check out this video next. But don't click on it just yet. Make sure to subscribe if you want to grow your wealth, okay? I'll see you over there.